Hey, Brenna. Hey, Maureen. He he has his coat off. He's been playing with his big brother and having a grand time. Aww. Um, he's so much happier. He feel I feel like he's gotten very round. Um, but maybe it's just he was round so boy. He was so um triangular because the cone. So he's he's been doing great, fully recovered, and just ready to uh conquer the world as a new man. It's a new man. How? Yes. How is Miss Amira? Amira. Uh. Well, my aunt's gardener came the other day. Okay. He was working in back. I came down from uh, working in my office. Right, right. And I stop on the stairs. And the gardener's and, holding uh, her and giving her kisses? Huh? And the gardener was holding her and giving her kisses? No, uh, all of the doors were open and she was at the front gate. And I was just like, Amira, no. And she just looked back at me and she was like, Amira, yes. <laughs> and then turned back to keep going. And I was like, no, 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 no. Mother, like, I've met a cult in the woods. I'm going to become a warrior cat. Yeah, no, that's how you become Coyote Chow. So oh. uh, <laughs> luckily she came right back in. And I was just like, I just popped it back. I was like, hey, like, while we're not using doors, can we just like close them? Because I have an animal. Oh, Thanks. okay. Were they just, like, coming and going? But people... Yeah, I mean, people aren't used to an animal in my aunt's house, so right. I don't blame them or anything. So but if they worked there previously, like, they're girl, like, a cat? Yeah, but I'm like, girl, you cannot go into that courtyard, because that's where my aunt does a lot of glass. And she's been making her own frit recently, which yeah. it, frit is, like, glass pieces. Mm. Like, it could be, like, a fine powder or, like, bigger chunks. But she's been making her own, which involves smashing it on the concrete. And so I'm just like, your soft little paws are yeah, gonna they're going to get old. Glass. Yeah. I actually knew what Frit was because I, um, fun fact, our neighbor growing up in my first house, which I only lived to when I was, uh, until I was five, but uh, she was a glass blower. Yeah. And she had a whole setup in her oh. garage. Yeah. So I actually still have um, a glass heart from her. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, my aunt does glass fusing, which yeah, is different. Different, different. But yeah, still fun yeah. glass work. Still both use frit. And very dangerous <laughs> for baby kitty paws. Yeah. And me. I have to remember, like, I couldn't go it's like I can't go in the garage with bare feet because that's where she works. And yeah. me, I like going everywhere barefoot. So it's like I like going you everywhere idiot. barefoot, even no. like we only recently hit like forty degrees here. It's, like, hard for me, even, like, in negative 10 degrees, to, like, put on shoes to, like, take out the garbage. I'm like, ugh. If I can't do it barefoot, what's the point? (laughs) Well, and it's always nice here. And I'm just like, oh, it's warm. I want to go outside without shoes. And it's like, oh, that's very shrapnel for my soft baby feet. There's art shrapnel. Watch out, kids. Yes. Art shrapnel. Anyway. You ready to talk about fictional cats? Yeah. Because I'm Ember Heart. And I'm Tangle Tongue. And this is Warrior Cats. What is that? Speaking of shrapnel, 
cut our lives into pieces. This is our last resort. Uh, it's a sad part, probably. Nothing's gonna be positive, because we're pregnant. I mean, it's not sad to be pregnant, but it's sad to be pregnant in the current situation being Glofer, because uh, she just met up with her, yeah. her, her child's, her children's, we don't know, her undetermined amount of kids, father, and we're like, like, oh, Kurt, I'm pregnant. And he was like, oh my god, I love you so much. I'll leave everything behind for you. You do the same for me, right? And she's like, uh, no. No, and actually. I don't want you. <laughs> yeah, and he was like, oh, what? And she's like, I need your, I, like, she, the conversation started, I need you. Conversation ended, I don't need anyone, actually. The only people yeah. I need are my clan. And it, so it was a, it was a 180 of how, how yep. she felt about Oakheart. And I just think it was, um, I think Oakheart, uh, his problem, and I know this is like a very dramatic situation, but I feel like he comes on a little strong. You know, when you're a girl that you, uh, Boy, you need to play it a little, uh, a little harder. Like, you, a you little can't... looser, a little more aloof. Like, when your, uh, forbidden lover comes up to you and said, our one night of passion resulted in me having children that we can never, uh, raise together. Uh, don't say I'll give up everything and support you no matter what. Say, that's cool. You're hot. <laughs> XOXO, LOL. Cool, and then send, like, a gif of BoJack Horseman. <laughs> I haven't texted a lot of straight guys. And my uh, viewers, let us know. Am I doing okay? <laughs> oh, all right. Yep, viewers. So we just left a uh, O card on the riverbank. It's listeners. Hmm? Oh, <laughs> we yeah. don't have viewers. We have listeners. Only I can see you. Yeah. Only I get to witness. Uh, You're welcome. That. I give thanks every day. You sh- As you should. Um, yeah, we just left Oakheart. Um, we're, we're feeling the babies in our belly. We're uh, going to start probably showing. And now, and now and, what? Uh, we're actually really hungry. Yeah, we're pregnant. So, <laughs> so yeah, Bloofer uh, starts home. Hungry. Uh, she can't shake the image of Oakheart's eyes, the sadness in them, and the leaf-bare trees creak above her. Was this really the same forest she ran through as an apprentice, where she chased Snowfur between the trees, caught her first prey, practiced her warrior skills? It had been so easy then. She'd been so happy. Yeah, everything's Everything ha- is ha- different now. Everything's easy when you're ten. Like, things yeah. start getting... Well, I, actually, not really. Okay, yeah, okay, listen, listen. I, I will say everything is different for some people. Some people have more difficult childhoods. But I would say... Oh. oh I was sorry. just saying that's when her mom died. What? So, like, we had a rough patch. But maybe at, like... like I'm saying before, like, when she was 18. seven. When she was seven. Yes. Like, things were great. Um, Like, it, no teenage hormones. You're not really aware of the world. You only kind of know what you know, and then I would say things start going downhill when you start kindergarten, um, <laughs> depending how much exposure you had to, like, I mean, I, I had preschool, but that was still pretty contained. Preschool is pretty dope. Yeah. You just have to color. I just played with blocks and made zoos with you, Allison. You can't, you can't get caught picking your nose and uh, 
you also can't get caught eating glue or play-doh and then as long as you don't do any of those things it's good yeah so yeah it things do get hard the older you get and the more awareness you have of the issues in the world so well even yeah. the trees look unfamiliar to her is she in part of the woods that she knows Yes. Oh, just double check. She was saying, this is, she's like, is this the same I know, but I was like thinking, what if she was like, wait, actually, I don't actually know where I am right now. (laughs) No. Blue fur? No. It's Thrush Pelt. Hi. Hey, man. He asks if she's okay. Not really. Well, she continues with her head down. You have. Saying she's just going back to camp. Immaculate timing, my dude. Like, Perfect. Okay, actually, 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 this is, um, this might be speaking to a very specific, uh, section of our audience, but this is literally from a K-drama. In K-dramas, there's, listen to me, um, in K-dramas, Korean dramas, there is usually a second male lead, um, if it's a female-led show, um, Uh and so, like, there's the main love interest, but then there's always a second male lead who's, like, maybe her best friend or maybe a dude like who's just like always there for her or or maybe he's more of a comedic relief but they develop he develops feelings for her he's the second choice dude and sometimes yeah. oftentimes they're a better choice uh, it's usually a healthier relationship dynamic and usually uh but you know as we said before uh if the girl's not interested she's not interested can't force it mm-hmm. um this is literally in every K drama. There's a moment like this where they've just like had like the the two leads have had a confrontation, and she's like going home, and for some reason the second male lead is at the like the uh, uh the convenience store right by her apartment, and she's like crying and it's raining. She doesn't have an umbrella; it like broke, and like one of her heels is broken, and he's like, "Oh my god, like I'll help you." And then like like have a moment in her apartment, and he's like like about to confess but he doesn't because he knows like what's better for her and he's like listen that guy treats you like trash or sometimes he doesn't sometimes he's great so he's like you know listen my best friend from fourth grade and on that uh i've always known that you've loved um who has a terrible gambling problem will change for you like i'm yeah so that's that's literally what this scene is right now maybe not literally (laughs) <laughs> We're pretty close. Wow, Warrior Cats is just K dramas. I bet the people who like, I bet the Venn diagram of people who like K dramas and people who like Warrior Cats is uh, closer to a circle than we might want to think. <laughs> Maybe. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> well, Thrushpelt gently holds a tail up to block her path. Oh, stop! He oh. tells her. And Blueford looks in his eyes and sees a tenderness that surprises her. And he tells her that Rose Tail just congratulated him on becoming a father. <laughs> Rose Tail! You meddling lesbian! I love it. Oh my god. Oh my god. Thrushpelt's oh my god, Thrushpelt, he's gonna be like, I'll, I'll, it's okay, I'll say I'm the dad if that's what you need. Bluefur feels the world spin. She promised she wouldn't. Thrushpelt asks if it's true, if she's having kids. Bluefur apologizes. She didn't tell Rosetail he was the father. 
She just assumed and it was easier, but she doesn't continue. She can't give anything away. So you are having kids, Brushpelt asks again. Bluefur tells him yes. He tells her he's not going to ask who the father is. He's sure there's a reason she kept it secret. Bluefur apologizes that it didn't work out differently. She could have been happy with him. But everything oh. has gone wrong, and she doesn't know what to do. Don't give him that pity. Though, I kind of understand why she's saying it now. It's kind of like, say it now, or I'll never say it. Well, Brushbell tells her that she can tell the clan he's the father, if it makes things easier. <gasps> Whoa! I knew he would do it. I knew that boy with the heart of The best gold. boy? He's so good. He's such a good boy. He's a good man. Yeah. I mean, uh, let's be fair. The men, her her other man was going to take responsibility as well, but just like not admit it because he didn't want to get her in trouble. But he was going to be like, I am, I am the manny. Yeah. Well, Bluefur stares. Would he really do that? Was she the only one not willing to make sacrifices for these kids? So yeah. and then and then we look to the future and we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Brushpelt nods. She knows how he feels about her, and he promises he'd do his best to make her happy, and he'll love her kids as if they were his own. I, I can't let you. Bluefur starts. The shrieks rip through the air. What the? What? Come on. There's already so much going on. What is about to happen? Brushpelt says Thistleclaw and Tigerclaw must have found a trespasser, and he heads for the river. <sighs> yeah. Bluefur recognized the yowl. Oakheart. Uh-oh. 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 She races to the shore to find Thistleclaw pinning Oakheart by his throat. Tigerclaw was watching while Thrushpelt circled nervously, looking for more RiverClan cats. Thrushpelt is probably putting two and two together right now, like, very, very <sighs> quickly. Thistleclaw is asking what Oakheart was doing on their territory. Vibing! With his throat out. Just chilling. Being a dude. Thrushpelt says there may be more. He'll go get help, and he vanishes into the forest. I get nervous is pooping around people. And so I had to come over here. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a nervous pooper. And by that I mean I can't, I'm a shy pooper. Um, also, wasn't RiverClan coming They, back? yeah, they were gonna, they're coming back. They're taking a long time. <laughs> yeah, you know what, they kind of are. They probably were like, eh, whatever. <laughs> He's got, Oakheart's got it, meh. They probably went back and forgot. We forgot Oakheart. Whoops. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> and then his little brother, their leader, is like, where's, where's Oakheart? And they're like, oh, right, the, the other guy. And they're like, he's like, yeah, my brother. What are you doing? She asks Thistleclaw. And she darts towards him, claws unsheathed, and stares at a struggling Oakheart. Tigerclaw steps between her and the fighting Toms. He says they caught him trespassing. He must be punished. Bluefur sees blood welling at Oakheart's throat. 
and she shrieks and surges forward, knocking Tigerclaw off balance. She rips Thistleclaw off Oakheart and flung him aside. Wait, Thistleclaw? Huh? Thistleclaw, chill. Well, Thistleclaw asks if she's gone mad. It's not a kit this time. He's a warrior invading our territory. Uh, it, okay, last time it barely made a difference that it was a kit. Like, yeah. like actually not at all. Bluefur asks what could he do on his own, and Oakheart staggers to his paws. He says he was swept here by a wave. He'll leave. Thistleclaw <laughs> springs in front. <laughs> not so fast. I'm sorry, a wave in a river? <laughs> I mean, it's like, and the wind is absolutely still. <laughs> they, like, look up, and there's not, like, a single cloud in the sky. There's no leaves moving. And they're like, yeah, the really wavy river. Are you dumb? <laughs> it's okay. ThunderClan doesn't know anything about water. That's true. <laughs> he could have said the rapids. Actually, if they said the rapids, they'd be like, who's the rapids? <laughs> <laughs> Bluefur puts herself between them. She tells Thistleclaw enough. He's taught him a lesson. She looks into Oakheart's eyes and sees nothing but sadness. Let him go, she whispered. She's begging for Oakheart, but the words echoed in her heart. Let him go. Let him live. Oakheart stumbles past her and into the river. Traitor, Thistleclaw shouted and shoved Bluefur onto her haunches. He calls her a coward and a fool. He steps closer, eyes wild with bloodlust and hunger. Dude, he asks are you good? She knows that River Clan warrior. Intimately, actually. Um, but that's none of your business. <laughs> Bluefur forces her fur to lie flat. She tells him he's called Oakheart she's seen him at gatherings. Thistleclaw leans closer and says he didn't ask if she knew who he was. But if she knew him, more than the warrior code allows. Okay. Bluefur spat. Of course not. Thistleclaw lurches away and paces, if we're saying gonna, they need more patrols. If we're going to talk about the warrior code, shall we review the part that says no murder? Yes. Like, if you're going to throw the should. warrior code around here, uh, let's throw out this part. You're not supposed to murder people. That is true. You are not supposed to murder. Well, it's too easy to invade, he says. Only fear will keep invaders out. They must mark their borders with the blood of their enemies. Oh! Bluefur backs away. Whoa! Jeez. He sounded insane. He, he, he sounds... He sounds a little off off the top. A little... A little bloodthirsty. A little mad with power. Dangerous. Yeah, I mean, that, like, path of blood, it sounds like he's literally trying to paint it right here, right now, with uh, the yeah. blood of his own clanmate. Harsh. A uh, pregnant clanmate. He doesn't know. They, they said that the dudes won't figure it out. <laughs> well, they said the... Uh... Well, Thrushpelt burst back onto the shore. He brought Adderfang, Sparrowpelt, and Lionheart. Thanks, Star Clan. Maybe they can calm him down. But when Thistleclaw turns around... His eyes are mild and his fur is flat. Nothing to worry about, he says evenly. Just a River Clan warrior sniffing around. They chased him off. And right there, right then, um, is when we tell everyone, 
uh, yeah, no, he didn't just chase him off. He had his thrush belt will back me up. He was literally about to rip his throat out. Um, and also, I think his apprentice is going to take this weird um, uh, manipulation thing and take that to heart and use it on you, Bluefur. Bluefur, I'm taking you by the face, and I'm, I know you're a cat, you can't understand me, but listen to me, Bluefur. Remember this. That boy, that little trainee boy, I think he's a full, he's a full-fledged warrior now. He is, actually. He is. He, he will do this to you. Well, Adderfang praises him, and Thrushpelt catches Bluefur's eyes, puzzled, but she shakes her head. Adderfang nods at Tigerclaw and tells him he hopes he's still learning from Thistleclaw. He's quite the warrior. <laughs> Tigerclaw dips his head and says he never misses a thing. Yeah! Thistleclaw says the area is clear. Holy smokes. She's glad the patrol that Oakheart had called for didn't come, because it would have confirmed Thistleclaw's paranoia blood lies in his path. She shivers. She needs to warn Sunstar. Back at camp, Adderfang and Thistleclaw were reporting to Sunstar, and Thrushpelt brought Blue for a sparrow and tells her that she needs to eat. There's no point in denying how hungry she was. Thrushpelt asks if she thought about what he said. Bluefur swallowed. I forgot, like, literally everything. That was very traumatizing what just happened. Well, with Thistleclaw being so suspicious of her relationship with Oakheart, she'd be a mouse brain not to take him up at his offer. Yeah. She asks him if he really means it, and he nods, so she thanks him. Thistleclaw and Adderfang exit Sunstar's den, and Bluefur tells Thrushpelt that she'll be a moment and hurries to the leader's den. Sunstar invited her in. And he tells her that the clan is lucky to have loyal warriors like Thistleclaw. I would like to point out that Blue Star does the exact same thing to Fire. I Firestar. know they just like rewrote like some of the most painful scenes to and just yeah. to like s like slap in that like uh, dramatic irony. Bluefur stiffens. She says she knows he's loyal, but Sunstar cuts her off. He's a warrior Thunderclan can be proud of. Bluefur says, but she was there when he was attacking Oakheart. Attacking? Sunstar asks. He thought Thistleclaw was defending. Oakheart was trespassing. Thistleclaw was following the warrior code. Bluestar? Bluestar. Bluefur says the warrior code speaks of fairness and mercy. He would have murdered. Sunstar cuts her off again, saying she shouldn't be getting into any more border skirmishes. Bluefur is puzzled. Didn't he trust her? Did Thistleclaw say something about her? But Sunstar looks at her swollen belly and says, Literally everyone knows you're pregnant. Are born. You know? Bluefur gasps. Sunstar purrs that it's getting obvious. Apparently it got really it. obvious in like one day. Because just this morning we were saying like, oh, the guys won't figure it out for a while. He's just... He just He's just a sensitive man. Well, he says he may not have his own kits, but he knows what an expectant queen looks like. Aww. I think he has been. They were saying that the toms are going to start noticing. Okay. And I guess they have. Except for Thistleclaw, I guess, who did have a wife with a kid, but whatever. Yeah, well, Thistleclaw apparently is just, like, um, just too full of rage to figure things out. 
Well, he moves past her towards the exit of his den and stops to look back at her. He tells her she'll be a wonderful mother, an asset to the clan. But he lets out a small sigh. He had hoped that one day she might have followed in his footsteps. But Starkman seems to have a different path for you. And can we talk about what crap it is that this, like, queens can't be, like, you can't have kits and be leader? I mean, dudes can, but wait, that's girls like a can. rule. It's not a rule, but it's like a tradition. Perpetrated a lot. It's stupid. And I guess, I guess we, I guess, if he's talking about like right now, like if he needs a deputy right now, I guess. But it's like, ugh, it shouldn't. That shouldn't be a deciding factor. She might have to take a few months off. Yeah, and literally, deputies don't aren't always like they're usually giving directions yeah i don't know i i just hate it i wish she i wish i wish she said no no i can still do this i can be both and maybe we would have saved some heartache yeah that's weird and sexist (laughs) i i I, yeah we'll um we'll address this more in um sky clan's destiny okay i just think it's dumb that literally if she was like literally pregnant right now yeah i would kind of understand oh hey you can't start this new job right now because you're literally about to have a baby so maybe you need a couple months um but that why would that ever stop from her following in his footsteps it's worded so weirdly but I guess, but I guess that's what he means. It's like he's thinking he's gonna need a deputy probably soon. I think it's terrible. Is- I think it's terrible either way. <laughs> I do, I do too. Well, fortunately, he says, looking out into the clearing, there's another who may be able to lead this clan one day. Not him. Bluefur follows his gaze to Thistleclaw. Chilled to the bone, Bluefur backs away. Hey, I have some. Thistleclaw- I have some issues. Mm-hmm. Like, high five, uh, hands up. Uh, please listen to me. <laughs> Chilled to the bone, Bluefur backs away. Thistleclaw couldn't be allowed to take over ThunderClan. He'd destroy them all. <sighs> I mean, there are other good cats, I think, that you could make a deputy. Literally anyone else. Yeah. Ugh. Um, do you want a cat back? I actually, I would really, really like a cat back. Yeah. All right. So, we are going to be talking about another world record. Um, in 2013, uh, yes. Lilliput. Uh, Wait, say that again? Lilliput. That's adorable. Right. Um, a Cali cat. Um, she's from California, owned by Christelle Young um, in Napa. Uh, was crowned the shortest living cat um and uh she is uh she was nine years old in 2013 um munching cats are approximately they live for uh from what i see it's like 10 to 15 years i didn't see any updates of like her losing this title of like shortest living cat so i'm just gonna assume that she's fine and that everything's great even though it's way past her age range uh but she's great um and she measured 13.34 13.34 centimeters, which is 5.25 inches from the floor oh my God. to the shoulder. So, 4.25 That's so inches. so tiny. And 
there is some cat controversy about this. Um, because yeah. technically, Lilliput is actually not the shortest cat alive. Um, oh. But she holds the Guinness World Record. And let me go into this, because this cat, con- cat controversy leads a little bit into a cat conspiracy I have. Um, oh. So, Lilliput is a munchkin cat. Um, and yes. munchkin cats uh, are a fairly new breed. Uh, they were first noted in the 1940s, um, at least in the Western um, media that I've seen, uh, and intentionally bred starting in the 1980s and recognized in 1991 as a new breed. However, many uh, pedigree cat associations refuse to recognize this breed because mm. they think it is morally wrong uh, and not considering a cat's health to intentionally breed cats with a deformity um, because okay. uh, munchkin cats um, have their, they have a type of dwarfism that is linked to many health issues. Uh, and oh. as they're such a new breed, not all of these health issues have been proven, but basically their deformity causes um, them to have a larger head um, and a uh, shorter legs, but also can involve undersized jaws, thick joints, curved spine, bow-leggedness, or knocked Ooh. knees. Um, and they haven't really been able to see if like there's the same joint issues seen in like dachshunds and other short dog breeds. Um, but mm-hmm. they're, uh, uh, munchkin cats have seemed to have some respiratory issues, like um, nothing that's been able to been, like fully proven because many people are against breeding these animals, these breeds of cats intentionally, mm. because um, they just see it as wrong. Um, to intentionally breed an animal that may suffer. Um, And getting into my cat conspiracy here. So the other cat, earlier in 2013, there was a cat uh, owned by Tiffany uh, Keldergaard. I might be saying that wrong. And her name is Pixel. And Pixel is five inches. Um, So four inch uh, shorter than Lilliput. However, Pixel is the daughter of the previous holder of the world record um, in uh, 2012, um, Fizz Girl. And so I believe the reason Pixel doesn't have it is because she was intentionally bred to be a munchkin cat. While uh, Lilliput, Crystal Young, found her as a stray several years ago when she was a kitten Mm. so uh and adopted her when she was two years old um and then contacted eventually the guinness world book of world records so i believe guinness chose um because the news about pixel was all over the news before um Mm -hmm. and then pick and then pick and then instead of pixel lilliput was chosen and this hasn't been proven. I'm not claiming this is what Guinness did. I have no proof. It's totally just a guess. But I believe because there is so much controversy in breeding munchkin cats intentionally, um, I I think that may be why they chose Lilliput. Because Lilliput's a stray. We can't say if she was intentionally bred to be that way. She could have been bred as a cat and like something happened and she was a stray then. We don't know. Yeah. Um, I will say... Though, going on that, um, the there were some confusing uh, quotes 
about Lilliput, um, about her owner. Um, her owner might have read her. Um, it, it was worded weirdly. Um, they're like, uh, Lilliput and her owner have been through so much together. A, a nearly fatal pregnancy, a earthquake. And then I was like, a after reading it, I wasn't sure if they were talking about the owner <laughs> or Lilliput had that experience. I knew the, 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 like the, the earthquake probably affected them both. Was not yes. sure what they meant by the pregnancy. I don't know if they found her and she was pregnant or if she wasn't. Which wouldn't be unheard of. Yep. Um, and Or, you know, possibly uh, in between, you know, finding her and getting her spayed, she, you know, found. Or maybe she just, like, since she was two, she chose not to spay her since it can be harder for older cats to recover. You know, yeah. there are situations but then I'm like, well, then just keep her indoors if she's not spayed. Da -da. And, yeah. But then, you know, cats can't get outside. So I, I don't fully know whose pregnancy one these articles were talking about because they were worded weirdly in one. And then in the other one I read, it sounded like they were talking about the cat, but I just wasn't sure. And I didn't want to uh -huh. make any claims about like, uh, and, and also uh, Crystal Young, the owner, didn't like make any claims about how she feels about munching cats and breeding. So you know, maybe she did try to breed and, and uh, who knows, she might have not been intentionally trying to get uh, munching cats. She, she she might just be a breeder and be like, hey, I love this cat. I'd love to have a gr its grandbabies. Uh, I don't know about Crystal Young and her. Uh, they say she's a professional pet sitter. So possibly. Oh. Oh. Who knows? <laughs> she had another cat over and didn't know about the situation until it's too late. Um, anyway. So that is uh, sort of a two for one about the world's shortest cats. So, and it's kind of interesting because there are, um, and I haven't been able to like prove these, but there's like certain things Guinness doesn't recognize. Like, I don't think they do the world's fattest cat or the world's like fattest person because like morally people like see that as like intentionally harming themselves or harming an animal yeah um so that's why i'm kind of that's why i have this controversy of that's why they chose a cat that was originally oh. stray versus a bred cat so because they don't want to encourage they it seems i know like uh guinness has a lot of buy-ins like a lot of things like for publicity but i think like when it comes to like unique bodies they try to focus on things that like are naturally happening not like yeah. Bred to be that way. Besides the clones. There are clones uh, in the Guinness World Records, but, you know. <sighs> anyway, so that was today's cat fact. Um, once again, I'm also not harshing anyone who owns bred cats, but, you know, I personally think it's better to adopt. Yes. Or find them under a compactor at your dad's workplace and be like, oh. Well, yeah. That's you're my cat now. <laughs> He's asleep. He didn't, he didn't even open his eyes. He just twitched his <laughs> ear. Like, He's like, I'm so used to you. Ugh. God, Mom, you're so embarrassing. Well, speaking of moms and drama. Speaking of moms. I, like, hate this because, like, pregnancy, like, weirds me out and creeps me out. It's like, it's been like, whenever they're talking about the kittens in her belly, I'm like, oh. So I know there's going to be a graphic birth scene at some point. Don't worry, I pair it a little down for you. Oh, thank you. White Eye asks if they're coming yet. Ah, it's happening right now! She pulls Running Kit back to her and tucks him in beside Mouse Kit. I didn't think it'd Someone be happening right now, right now, right now. 
Yeah, as oh, I'm right hang now, on, right I have to buckle right. in. Click. Prepare yourself. <laughs> I hate this. It's like, what are you getting on a roller coaster? And you're like, actually, I changed my mind. It's already going up. Sunlight filtered through the thick layer of snow on the roof, but inside it's warm from the breath of many cats. Gross, why is everyone in here? I need some privacy, please. Father Whisker murmurs that it won't be long. Bluefur shudders with another contraction, and Spotted Paw leans in close. Father Whisker guides his new apprentice's paw to Bluefur's belly and asks if she can feel her body trying to push the kits out. Spotted Paw nods. When Goosefeather had moved to the Elder's Den half a moon ago, Spotted Paw had begged to switch her training from warrior to medicine cat. And Feather Whisker said who could think of no better apprentice. She memorized herbs really well, and she was so compassionate. I'm so proud of her. Too bad that little Bluefur punk showed up and ruined everything. What? Too bad that little punk eventually shows up and ruins everything and dies. And she has to die for his back story. <laughs> Yeah, that does suck. Blooper hisses at her to get her paws off as she's racked by another control. Yeah, I was about to say, like, uh, before we got into, uh, until I was, like, so happy, I was like, don't touch her belly. She's literally giving birth. As the pain faded, she saw dismay in Spotted Paw's eyes. Sorry, she muttered. You'll get she over didn't it. She to hurt this much. Spotted Paw asks if she hurt her. And Feather Whisker assures her that she didn't. Queens can just be a bit crabby while they're kidding. Okay. And he narrows his eyes at Bluefur. Whoa! Some crabbier than others. Okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't think we can tone police a woman physically giving birth, doctor. Work on your doctor bedside, man. Mind. Yeah, work on your bedside, my If you don't have to go through it, shut up. Oh my god. Bluefur snapped that he'd be crabby too if he'd been kidding since dawn. Thank you, Bluefur. Also, yikes. She has been... Wow. Hate this. <sighs> Hate this, folks. Hate it. Pain shot through her body. Oh, Snowfur, help me, she silently begged. And soft breath stirred her, stirred her ear and the familiar scent oh. of her sister wreathed around her. Not much longer, my precious sister. You're doing well. Oh my god. Am I, is she hallucinating? Am I hallucinating? Am I close to death? Is that why I'm hearing my sister? Oh no. Feather Whisker says the first one is coming. A Tom, Feather Whisker announces. No, Bluefur asks if he's okay, turning to try to look at him, trembling with excitement. Quick, Spotted Paw, Feather Whisker instructed. Lick him fiercely. Bluefur gasps. Is he breathing? Featherwhisker hesitates, and her heart lurches. He is now, Featherwhisker says. Oh! And he picks up the tiny kit and put him beside Bluefur's belly. Great! <laughs> this sucks, guys. So far, this kind of sucks. Bluefur leans in to sniff her son, and it's the most perfect scent in the world. He's beautiful, she whispered. Another wave of pain. Not much longer, Snowfur's whisper promises her. A she-kit, Feather Whisker says, placing another next to her brother. Yay! I know her. He places a paw on her flank and tells her one more. What? After a final heaving pain, Bluefur flopped down onto the moss, panting. Oh no. 
Well done, Feather Whisker purred. Another she-kit. Huh? All three look healthy and strong. What do you mean three? What do you mean three? I only know two. She had three? There's three. Oh my god, Maureen, what happened? I forgot to say that girl, Maureen. Well done, Snowfur whispered. Oh my Gloofer silently thanks her and wraps Snowfur, her wait! Her what happens to my other daughter, Snowfur? As they began to suckle, the memory of pain faded like a dream. Oak heart, she thought. We have two beautiful daughters and a son. Why? Why do we need two beautiful daughters? I only know one daughter and one boy. In um in uh, a forest of secrets, actually, Bluefur says that she had two toms and a son and a daughter. So, gender retcon. I don't remember that. I, that was years ago. <laughs> I don't ever remember her having three, um, uh, because I've only uh uh. Thrushbelt squeezes into the den and asks how Bluefur is. Featherwhisker tells him that she's fine and that she had three healthy kits. Thrushpelt purrs with delight, and Bluefur feels a rush of gratitude. She hadn't told her clanmates that he was the father, but many assumed he was, and he never betrayed her secret. If anyone mentioned the kits, he just nodded and said it was excellent news for the clan. <laughs> now, he leaned into the nest and nuzzled each of them. I would have been very proud to have been their father. I'm gonna throw up. I hate this so much. Bluefur's heart aches. You're a good friend. Why'd I ask what she's going to call them? Bluefur purrs. The dark gray she kid is Misty Kit, <laughs> and the gray Tom is Stone Kit. She wanted to give them names that reminded her of the river. When Thrushpelt asks, what about the pale gray and white kit? No, don't. Moss Kit, Bluefur decided. Moss kit. <laughs> Why would she have the cutest name? What's gonna happen to her? Feather Whiskers' whiskers twitched. She's not gonna let the father decide any of the names he teased. You always were determined, Bluefur. Curiosity gleams in his gaze, and Bluefur silently apologizes for him. He's been good to her, but this is her secret to keep. Bluefur is licking her kits. If only Oakheart could see them. She sees the shape of his head in stone kit and feels his sleek fur on moss kit. I'll love them enough for the both of us, she promises. She hugs mm. him closer and drifts to sleep. Oh, about that. There was still a heavy snow in camp a half moon later. She was worried her kits would get cold out battling at the drifting snowflakes. White Eye assures her that kits are tougher than they look. If their noses turn pale, then it's time to come in. But her kits' noses are pink as berries as they chase each other's tail. Running Kit and Mouse Kit, who are three moons older than them, are flicking snow at them. Adderfang, Windflight, and Swiftbreeze are clearing snow from the entrance, and Thistleclaw is demonstrating fighting moves to Redpaw and Willowpaw. Sunstar and Stormtail are digging through the snow where the fresh kill pile used to be. Nothing left, Sunstar says. Stormtail sighs. We'll have to keep sending out patrols until they come back with something. 
He glances at the nursery, his eyes dark with worry. Looks like even the queens are starting to look thin. And I'd like to think he's particularly worried about his daughter, since his daughter is a said queen. Yeah. He only shows his yeah. affection once every four years. Yeah. Feather Whisker is taking Erds to the Elder's Den, and Sunstar calls to him and asks if everything is okay. Feather Whisker says yes, he just wants to make sure it stays that way. Goosefeather comes out of the Elder's Den as Feather Whisker enters, and Blue Crow watches the old medicine cat approach. He has a fierce look in his eyes that made her pelt tingle. What was he going to say this time? Blue Crow reminds her kits not to disturb Small Ear while he's trying to rest, and Stone Kit promises that they won't and gets back to playing. Blue Fur shakes her head fondly. This is not part of the prophecy, Goosefeather hissed. Oh, okay, Jesus, Fire. did he just sneak up? I don't remember him being introduced into this scene. What? We were saying that she was watching him approach. Oh, <laughs> he snuck up on me. <laughs> he, he has a habit of doing that. Fire must burn without bonds. Blue Fur stood to face him. She may have once doubted that fire burned inside her, but now she was sure it did. She feels it beneath her pelt, giving her the strength of a lion to protect her kits. Hold your baby close. The prophecy can wait, she growled. Kits need her now. <laughs> Prophecies need to wait for me to come. Yeah. Lucifer asks what about her clan. He turns and looks at Thistleclaw. Bluefur just sighs. What could she do about it? Small Ear storms out of the warrior's den and grumbles and asks if the kids can't play somewhere else. Bluefur calls out an apology. She'd warned them. Small Ear's gaze softens as Mosket tumbles towards him, squealing, Look at me! Look at you! Look at you! I suppose they aren't kits for long, Small Ear sighed. And perhaps Stone Pelt would let him squeeze in with him for a nap. Oh, we didn't, we talked about this before, but I would like to also think that she named Stone Kit for her first mentor. Yeah, we, yeah, we mentioned that. We, we have talked about it before, but I figure we should talk about it now that they're born. Yeah. Good choice. It's right. Goosefeather turns back to Bluefur. If Thistleclaw becomes deputy, it will be the end of ThunderClan. Bluefur narrows her eyes and repeats that her kits need her. They're not just her kits, Goosefeather says. They have a father who would raise them. Bluefur's heart lurches. What does he mean? I saw you, Goosefeather murmured. Oh my god, you were there! Near four trees. You were there, you, were you correct. creep! He was there! Oh my god, I can't you believe my, like, off, my, my literal joke about Goosefeather sneaking up on the- Goosefeather is the old man who shows up on Lover's Lane and is like, Yeah, your kids is private property! And he's like, they're like, it's literally not. It's a public park. And he's like, go! Oh my god, he- what a creep! What a weird uncle! Bluefur flinches. He knows. Yeah, apparently he's known. And he waited all this time? Well, Goosefeather gently tells her that he doesn't stand in judgment. Oh. She never set out to betray her clan. <gasps> okay, all right, all right. I take, I take back the creepy uncle things. I mean, it was creepy. I'm going to say it's creepy. Maybe he came to him in a dream. Um, but uh, 
I don't think so. I think he, like, he followed her. He was there. Yeah, it did sound like he followed her. Uh, maybe he left. He gave him some privacy, I hope. I swear he must have. That, I'm sure he did. Yeah, but uh, big ups on him weirdly respecting her breaking the code. He's like, I'm more concerned about prophecies. You guys gotta listen. <laughs> the code code doesn't matter. Prophecies are where it's at. Honestly, that's the Medica Sin Cat way, actually. Yeah. They're like, we're gonna rewrite the code whenever it's inconvenient for us, actually. From doing our jobs. Telling the future and saving lives. He tells her, but her kids will drown in blood with the rest of their clanmates unless she acts. Okay. She is still the fire that can scorch a different path for ThunderClan. You know, yeah, she is, though. To stop, stop, uh, uh, I was about to call Claw. Yeah, I was about to call him, like, Tinder. Tinder Pelt. And I was like, that's stupid, <laughs> not his name. <laughs> no, no. Blue Fur, Snow Kit's panic squeak, makes her to spin around. Mosquit is up to her ears in a drift of snow. She plucks her kid out and places her on a firmer patch of ground. Wait, Snowfur called out to her? Stone Kit. Oh. Is Goothfeather right? Is she the only one who can save their clan? He'd been wrong before, and the clan had stopped listening to him long before he retired. You, you listened to him. She silently begs to the sky. But there's nothing. A hunting patrol returns. White Storm, Lionheart, and Goldenflower. Yay! White Storm is holding a single scrawny sparrow. Oh, not yay. <laughs> Lionheart says they looked everywhere. The forest is empty. Sunstar gazes at his clan, all thin as bones. He says the queens must be fed first. White Storm lays the sparrow at White Eye's paws. And she tells Bluefur to have the first bite. And Bluefur gratefully takes it. She'd been hungry for days. And the way her kits pounded their paws against her belly, she wasn't producing enough milk for them. Mother Whisker asks if that's fresh kill, but he looks disappointed at the sight. The elders are starving, he says. White Eye says they could have a bite of this. Feather Whisker shook his head. Bluefur asks, what about Tawny Spots? He needs to keep his strength up. But Feather Whisker says he hasn't been able to keep anything down for days. Oh, he's still living? I guess so. Makes sense. Yeah. Barely. Bluefur froze and asks if he's dying. He's been dying. But Feather Whisker says he's not getting any better. Bluefur hardly heard him. She's staring at Thistleclaw. He's watching Feather Whisker with pricked ears, and his eyes gleam. Bluefur blinked. Thistleclaw's pelt was glistening. Was he wet? Oh my god, it's blood. Something dark and sticky was flowing down his pelt. Look, it's a blood! Ding, 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 Brenna. Blood. He's drenched in it. It oozed from his fur and dripped from his whiskers, staining the snow around him scarlet. Horrified, Bluefur backed away. Featherwhisker asked, what is it? When he touches his tail to her shoulder, she blinks, and the blood disappears. Bluefur catches Goosefeather's eye, and he nods. He'd seen it too. <laughs> Shaking. <laughs> Shaking, Bluefur stares at her kits. 
How could I give you up, she thinks. I'm hungry, Misty Kid announces, padding up to her. Let's go inside, Bluefur tells her, words sticking in her throat. I have no choice. I have to save my clan. Dun, dun, dun. I have a really bad feeling about this clan and Moss Kit. Because I don't... I don't remember Moss Kit being mentioned ever by the River Clan people. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm not ready for this. Well, you got a week to uh, prepare yourself. No! I'm sure she'll be fine. Also, this adds another question of how aware kits are. Because if their eyes are open, yes. they should remember being in ThunderClan, apparently. Right? Because when White Storm was born, Bluefur was like, remember our first day? Remember the first you day we were born and I opened my eyes? Womb? And everyone's like, yeah, don't we all remember leaving our mother's womb? Remember how nice it was in there? Yeah, like, I don't, this just here. adds more questions of, is, are, was Bluefur just special? I mean, we know she is, but were they just like, eh, it's kind of boring to start this. Um, uh, we don't want to determine when cats, uh, like, develop their consciousness. So let's just let it be convenient to the plot, which, okay, fine, but keep it consistent. We'll uh, have more of that, too. I thought she was, like, gonna give birth by the river, but we've already had a bad time with- That went badly. Yeah, that happens in the, technically in the, the future. second time. <laughs> but no, no riverside birthings in these books, please. It doesn't go great. No, it doesn't go great. Didn't go great for Silverstream, and that was another uh, inner clan relationship. Yeah, I thought, I thought, like, she was gonna give birth and- like, with the, how the conversations were going, I thought she was, like, gonna give birth right over and he was gonna take the kits, um, and then she was gonna be like, I, bad time. Lost them. Shucks. I remember. But I suppose they don't well, let the no, queens out when they're super, super pregnant and, like, about to give birth. Yeah. Would have been a little and hard. I remember. She decided she was going to keep them. She says, I'm going to keep them and raise them ThunderClan. Right. I thought, like, I thought from the ending of last episode and what yes. I know, uh, that's what I thought was going to happen, is she was going to, like, have a change yeah. of heart. And I was like, oh, some of these conversations are maybe going that way. Um, and then they didn't. And I was like, oh, we're literally having birth right now. Now it's too late. We're, get, we're They're here. The kids will remember this. They don't? Okay. Maybe they, like, just... They're like false memories. False memories. You were born here. You were born in the woods, actually. We don't know where you came from. They're false memories. <laughs> okay, and um, can we talk about uh, how she named them Misty Kit and Stone Kit? And nobody decides to change that. Yeah, that's also... We... <laughs> there are some people! Golden Flower at all the gatherings is just like, huh. Those two cats look... Huh. Literally like you Stone and Paw, have Misty Paw? the names of huh. your from your presumably missing kids. I don't know what the plan is. Is she gonna pretend to wow, kill them? Those look just like you. Funny, girl. What are you gonna do? Is she just gonna be like, I'm gonna teach my kids how to hunt, and then they like she's like a bird ate them. Like I don't, I don't want to know. I, I... <laughs> okay, 
Owl got him. You'll find out. You'll find out eventually. Okay, folks. Well, <laughs> before we get to our usual things, uh, Maureen Emberheart actually has um, a special plug she'd like to give. She started a Patreon, and since I oh. can't subscribe to it, someone else needs to because I can't give my friend money for her good cat art because it could be spoilers. So. How, Maureen, how should they, if they're interested in giving you money for your good cat art, how would they do that? You would go to patreon.com slash Maureen Heaster. Yeah. And there you can find uh, what, Maureen? Um, well, lately I've been posting some of the stuff I've been uh, working on for a class. But you can also find sometimes uh, art that Brenna can't see. Mm-hmm. And expect to see some spoiler-filled animatics and all sorts of fun things. Yeah, so if you want to support an artist that you listen to, um, check it out. Uh, once again, that's Maureen Heaster on Patreon.com. H-E-A-S-T-E-R. If you want to keep in touch with us in the podcast, uh, you can do that by following us on Twitter. We're WCWITCast. On twitter.com we tweet out when new episodes come up we retweet uh fan art we um retweet memes <laughs> um it's also <laughs> a spoiler free space please and thank you um so please, please. if we not until we get to the part in the podcast yeah, if we have not talked about it like and it has not been published in the podcast then you must assume we i have no knowledge of it because i don't <laughs> um yep. And she's not allowed to. Vague illusions of my pain is allowed. Like, if you're like, man, can't wait until you guys read this book and Brenna suffers, that's okay. Um, but don't like- As long as you don't mention the specific yeah. reason why. Don't say why. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah. So, I get we get a lot of comments like that, which is totally fine. Um, uh, it's just yeah. like, don't say, oh, she's gonna really cry when so-and-so dies. Like, uh, don't tell me. <laughs> um, no, don't tell. Or otherwise, she might not cry. That's heartbreaking <laughs> that would suck, for me. right? How else do I get joy other than from Brenna's pain? <laughs> this is a schadenfreude-based podcast. Don't ruin it with knowledge. Um, another way to keep in touch with us, uh, if you want to contact us, a great way to do that is our email. Um, we are wcwitcast at gmail.com. And if you want to support the podcast, a great way to do that is to leave a review, a rating, uh, subscribe, or follow on whatever podcast platform you are listening on. And... Uh, share it with a friend if you have a particular favorite episode if you're like hey watch this it's about to get really painful for the other girl uh, <laughs> brenna's probably gonna cry next episode um i just i don't know for sure but i have a uh, bad feeling <laughs> she might um it's the perfect time to jump in for the freshest pain um the freshest pain and we appreciate everyone who does listen and has left a rating and review Thank you so much to everyone who's done that. Yes, we love you. Because I'm Ember Heart. And I'm Tangled. And this has been Warrior Cats. What is that? Mm-hmm.